A rebrand marks to your clients where you've grown and what success you've had. Rebranding your business is about acknowledging where your brand has reached success and evolved. It's about reestablishing what your brand is about, who it's for, and how it can serve your ideal client. Hi friends, and welcome to Do The Damn Thing. I'm your host, Lauren LaRue. I'm an entrepreneur who started with a small blog, and now I am the CEO of the LaRue brand, a lifestyle business and branding studio for women entrepreneurs building intentional lives and intentional businesses. But don't fret, this podcast is for everybody. I created this podcast with the intent to offer people a safe space to land and learn about the journey we're all on together. It's not just about being happy. It's about healing, getting to know yourself, and living intentionally, which is why this podcast is the right place for all of you beautiful souls showing up ready to change your life. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Do The Damn Thing podcast. I so hope you guys enjoyed the new introduction. As most of you, I'm sure know, the LaRue brand has just gone through a relaunch and a rebranding. And we are now on the other side of that. This is the first podcast after the rebrand. And I am just so, so excited about it. And it's been such a fun process to rebrand LaRue and just really reestablish my voice and pretty much why I'm showing up. And it's been a really fun process. And that's what I'm here to talk to you guys about today. So I just want to like establish right away that I'm not going to talk about the rebrand on the podcast. I really invite you to just go to the website if you're interested in the offerings or just learning about what the LaRue brand is now about. I've been kind of establishing this over the last several weeks and just kind of re-niching down and using social media as a way to illustrate like who exactly LaRue is for and I think it's been getting clear to me over the last several weeks, but I will you know, share a little bit with you guys, but for the most part, I want to talk about in this podcast what it means to rebrand your business and sort of how to go through that process. So for me, I want to kind of take you guys back. So about, I want to say maybe in like June, right after I launched the creative studio, I was realizing, actually, let's go back to the creative studio podcast. So when I originally launched the creative studio, I had mentioned to you guys like I was kind of scared to do so because it felt like I might be spreading myself a bit thin and people might not know like what exactly it is I do and I kind of went back and forth about it but then I you know obviously decided it was time to launch the creative studio I had time on my hands to do it I wanted to add more of that side of creativity like I said to you guys this stuff really comes naturally to me So when I thought about launching Creative Studio, there wasn't a lot of thought process behind it. It was more about deliberating whether or not I should because I knew I could do it. I knew it would be really fun. I knew it would add another creative outlet to LaRue. And I knew that I was good at it and I liked it. So anyways, I launched the Creative Studio, but then I started realizing like, okay, if some random stranger shows up to LaRue, are they going to know what I do and like who I'm serving? And that's all in my copy. You know, it's in my about, it's in the, you know, mission and vision and values of LaRue, etc. But I knew it needed to get more clear. So in June, I thought about doing a rebrand and I sat down and I took about, you know, kind of over like a week period, I would say I started creating a to-do list and 
I talk about this in the blog, but I want to elaborate more on this in the podcast. You guys know I'm a Virgo and I have very, very strong Virgo tendencies of staying organized and You know, there's nothing that makes me happier than like a really strong list or system or processes or whatever. So when I thought about the rebrand, I was like, oh, this is great. This is an opportunity for me to like make a long ass to do list and blah, blah, blah. It got very out of hand. And like I've also illustrated to you guys in the past, I'm also someone who really thrives off seeing things moving forward, like off seeing myself checking things off and seeing progress. And when I make a to-do list or I make a, you know, like a project scope or something like that, I'm very elaborate about what needs to get done. And I really like to include minor details so I can still see that continual progress. And in certain ways, I think that's a really good thing. And I've, I've talked to you guys about this in the sense of like making sure you're doing that so that you see personal progress being made when you're trying to reach like a much larger goal. But when it came to creating the list for the rebrand, I finally, you know, got to a place where I felt like that list was completed and I looked at it and I like immediately thought to myself, absolutely not. This is way too much work. Like there's no way I need to do or or I have to do all this stuff. Like it just wasn't going to happen. So right then and there, I decided the rebrand wasn't going to happen. And then, as you guys know, I was afforded this new opportunity with a partnership with the creative studio and with my brand. And during that interview process that I was going through, Rachel asked me, who's you know my new business partner, one of my business partners, Rachel asked me, okay, so what is it that you actually do? Because it's kind of confusing, like you have this, but you also have this business. And I knew right then and there, I didn't want into, you know, sort of an outside eye, it could appear that the creative studio and the lifestyle brand are separate. And I knew right there that it was time to really clarify how they were interwoven and how both businesses can serve one person. So I decided that the rebrand was going to happen, but I didn't want to overwhelm myself. I was getting more and more projects. I knew I wouldn't have time to really like essentially the list made it seem like I was just launching an entirely new business completely. So my point in saying all of this is what I want to illustrate to you guys is that I think so many of us as entrepreneurs look at a rebrand and think, you know, this is too daunting. It's like launching a new business. I don't need to do this because it's too much work. And in all honesty, when I got kind of more brutal with myself about things, it doesn't have to be that much work. When I decided to follow through with the rebrand, I really forced myself to sit down with this to-do list and cross off kind of all of the BS, all of the things that like, yeah, would be great if I could get done, but I just simply don't have the time. And I made an incredibly smaller list. Like I pared this thing down to probably 25% of its initial length. And I separated the list into what absolutely has to get done for a rebrand and what I really want to get done. And those are the things I've afforded all of my focus to over the last like month and a half. I started really working on this in the beginning of September and I decided, you know, I like I always say, I always think most things in our lives should have like hard deadlines. 
and I wanted to do the relaunch on October 15th, which will be, or which was the two year anniversary of LaRue. So it felt very serendipitous. It felt very aligned that, okay, if I'm going to do this rebrand, I might as well do it on a day that feels important and feels aligned with the brand. Like, Running a business for two years is a really long time. And all the research that I've done on, you know, smart businesses and just like smart, you know, processes and practices for a a successful business is that your business should always go through a rebrand. Like you should have a rebrand every so often, every couple of years, because a rebrand marks to your clients where you've grown and what success you've had. Rebranding your business is about acknowledging where your brand has reached success and evolved. It's about reestablishing what your brand is about, who it's for, and how it can serve your ideal client. And that was really important to me because what really triggered this rebrand, like the the really big thought that triggered it was that I knew my ideal client, my ideal reader, my ideal listener had changed. The person that I wanted to invest with me had changed. I'm moving into a more luxury client market, like I'm, I'm moving into more luxury client services, and I wanted the rebrand to really establish that for whoever shows up to LaRue. So the first thing I want to talk to you guys about and share with you guys, because I really want this podcast to be about you guys and potentially, you know, rebranding your business, is how I really pared down my to-do list. So it came down to about five categories that I'll I'll share with you. The website slash like visuals needed to be redone. I needed to rewrite copy in very certain areas. I needed, this is the biggest one that I want to spend most of the podcast talking about, is I needed new offerings and new packages. The podcast needed a little updating. So essentially for that, it was just, you know, the new like image that appears on Apple or Spotify and the new introduction, which personally, I think came out fabulous. It's my professional voice that I'm sure sounds a little creepy out of context. Like, it's like my pageant training voice and my speaker training voice, which as you guys know, like, one of my long term goals is to become a professional speaker. So it's my very professional voice of, hi, I'm Lauren LaRue. (laughs) And, uh, you know, I I get to whip that out for the introduction. So that was fun to record. And then the last category was like a miscellaneous category of things that, you know, just really aesthetically needed to fit the brand. So redesigning my newsletter and creating like new social media graphics and just kind of little things like that, that felt important to me. So starting at the beginning of that list and a part of really every rebrand is visually redoing your brand, right? Your brand identity is always evolving. You know, and as as a company or as a business grows, you're going to have to rebrand less often. So instead of every two years from start date, you know, after like 10 years of being in business, you're not going to do a rebrand probably for like another 10 years. So for example, when I was in corporate and I was working at Penguin Random House when I was in college, they had actually recently just had gone through a rebrand in the last, I want to say maybe five years when I was working there. So now it's probably been like eight years, but they had just redone their logo. And like, you know, for an established business and company, like something as big as PRH, where they have over 10,000 employees, a rebrand is not going to be as much about the aesthetics as it is going to be about changing copy, changing like mission and vision and values and just kind of adjusting 
at that point in business, a rebrand is about adjusting. It's not about like changing the entire brand completely. Because at that point, obviously, you've already established exactly who you are and who you're serving. So things that are recognizable about a brand, you're obviously not going to want to change. Like, you know, their penguin (laughs) obviously isn't going to change. They're not going to become like dolphin random house or something. (laughs) You guys get what I mean. So the penguin is always going to be a part of the brand and like their their mission statement, their core values aren't going to change. A rebrand at that point is just about adjusting. But when you're in the initial periods and initial years of your business, rebranding can be really valuable because at at those stages, like I just said, it's about establishing to your ideal client how you've created success in the last few years. So like I'm saying, as I'm moving into a more luxury market, like my my websites that I design, my clients are paying thousands of dollars for these. And that at that point is moving into a luxury client market. And for me, that's establishing like, okay, I can create credibility for you. So I want you to create credibility for me. I want my ideal client to create credibility for me. So for example, you know, this new partnership with Rachel, some of the clients that I'm working with for her are women that are very, very established in their businesses. You know, these are women that are high performing six to seven figure businesses and they have teams of people and they're working with their own really big clients. So for, you know, a more specific example, over the last weekend, I was in Charleston and the client I got to work with, she is a luxury wedding planner and she plans, you know, six more often seven figure weddings. <laughs> These people are dropping like one, two, three million dollars on a wedding. And she's appeared in Vogue, Brides Magazine, The New York Times. Like this is a woman that's already got her own credibility. And in the future, when her, when she's once again published, you know, all of these publications are going to be listing her website, meaning, you know, her new website, which is if you guys want to check it out, it's been on my Instagram. It's organicdesign.com. It's also in the Creative Studio portfolio, which then means, you know, when these when these publications, these major outlets publish her and they link her website, you know, that means I'm getting published in these publications. And that's really, really incredible. Obviously, it's like a third hand publication where, you know, they're not mentioning me directly. But my my website, my design material is appearing in these. So again, like I said, that is visually pushing me into a more luxury client market. So when I was going through the rebrand, the two things that were most important to me was establishing one cohesive brand, meaning like, you know, the visual aesthetic of everything needed to be cohesive, the creative studio needed to match LaRue and vice versa. But then the other thing was about creating really strong offerings that both spoke to luxury, but also offer luxury. So for me, it's not about for me, it's not just about like, oh, okay, my, my clients are paying me upwards of a couple thousand dollars. So, you know, I get to be in luxury, but I want to market luxury to my clients. So when I promise someone a, not just a service, but their product that I'm giving them, I want it to be luxury. Very specifically with the creative studio, I'm offering, you know, a luxury service of like luxury onboarding. And this all feels very easy and fun and exciting because as most of us know, you know, a website designer, like things like that, going through a branding process for most people seems very stressful. And most of the clients that come to me have done this before and they're like, oh, they, you know, the designers that I've hired just can't get what I want. And 
I've gone through this process and now I'm dropping another couple thousand dollars on a brand new website. Like a lot of the clients that come to me are stressed out about it. And my biggest promise to them is always this process is going to be fun. It's going to feel exciting. This process is all about you. This has nothing to do with me. You're not going to hurt my feelings if you don't like something. You're paying a lot of money for something that I want to be a staple to your brand. Your website becomes your staple. It's your hub. It's your home for your entire brand. And I want someone to land on your website and say, damn, this looks good as hell. Like that's my goal. And my goal is to really hit that for whatever my client's vision is, right? But then I'm also marketing to myself like, okay, this website that I'm creating needs to look luxury, which is why I'm only accepting a certain, you know, ideal client. I'm not going to accept a client who's, you know, launching, I don't know, like a real estate business. You know, my clients are women who have very aligned values in the sense of maybe they're a coach themselves or like a wedding planner where you know, the service that a wedding planner is offering is, you know, a life-changing service. This is one of the most important days of your life. So, you know, and, and another, a lot of my clients who do like personal branding are also women in the coaching market who offer like spiritual coaching or design coaching or organizing coaching, which is Jess, you know, like these are women who have a spiritual aspect to their business. It's not all about spirituality, but it's about connectedness and intentionality, which as you guys know, the LaRue brand will never stray from the word intention. That will always be our core value. And when it came to the rebrand, I knew that my biggest niche, my biggest, like my, the biggest thing that would set me apart from other women in my niche is that it's not just about intentional business and it's not just about intentional lifestyle. It's about marrying the two together for women entrepreneurs who can live intentional lives and run intentional businesses. Like you guys, come on, honestly, how freaking badass is that? The LaRue brand all together, the lifestyle and the business is about lifestyle, business, and branding coaching for women entrepreneurs building intentional lives and intentional businesses. That is so freaking cool. And that is so, so, so niched down. And, you know, obviously I have a lot of, you know, long-term goals. I have a five-year plan. I have my 10-year plan. And those are very intimate to me. So I'm not going to share what's on those plans. But everything in those scopes align with that mission that I just told you guys. Everything that I want to do in the future, you know, something I will share, like something that's pretty obvious to me with how organized I am and all the obviously like all the Virgo that lives inside of me is I would really love to launch a stationary brand one day. That's in my, you know, three year plan, which seems to be getting closer. I would say now it's probably something I could potentially do next year, depending on, you know, assets and income and et cetera. But that that aligns with my mission that aligns with helping women create intentional businesses and intentional lives because i think something that really sets the larue brand apart while going through this rebrand was the hustle culture like it really tells us that when you're building a business you have to have one or the other you have to have either a successful business or a successful life and if you're running a successful business you're like burying yourself in the ground to do it 
that's just not the case. It just doesn't have to be what's tried and true to an entrepreneur. And, you know, I'm not saying you're only going to be working like 40 hours a week and, you know, lottie dying the rest of the time and income comes in fast. That isn't the case, or at least that wasn't the case for me. And even now still, like I'm putting in a solid 80 hours each week on LaRue and the creative studio and projects and clients and building out content and et cetera. But I will tell you, I would say 60 of those hours don't feel like work. Like the 20 hours I spend on admin work and finances and balancing things and et cetera, like all this, all the BS behind running a business, that feels like work because I hate that part. But the other 60 hours I spend on client work, like I've got music going, I'm jamming out, I'm having a good time and I love what I do. For me, that's entrepreneurship and that's what I'm offering to my clients now. So anyways, like I said, I'm not going to share my new offerings with you guys because I don't want this to be like a marketing campaign for the new LaRue brand. I want to talk to you guys about the rebranding process. So as I said, for me, it was really about the visual establishment of like rebranding and the copy slash offering reestablishment. And I want to illustrate to you guys like me, I, I can't stress this to you guys enough how much I love like inadvertently creating more work for myself. And if you're someone who's an established like entrepreneur and you think it's time to go through a rebrand, I really, 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 really want to stress to you. It doesn't have to be this daunting process. In fact, Doing the rebrand felt so, so exciting to me because it really did illustrate to me how much success I've reached. And as I said to you guys before, you know, I've, I've always had a hard time like really acknowledging where I've put in so much work and how much success I've already achieved, even though I haven't maybe achieved like those big goals, I'm still working towards them every day. And that says a lot that says about that says a lot about who I am and my values and what's important to me and my top priorities right now in my life. You know, if I had a top three, one of those is absolutely, if not at the top, this business and running this business and growing this business. And when you go through a rebrand, especially, you know, this is my first rebrand. The LaRue business is only two years young and you know, while it's felt like 10 years of my life, (laughs) going through a rebrand meant acknowledging to both myself and my viewers and my readers and my listeners and my clients, hey, I've reached a lot of success. Guess what? Like my success is your success now. And as I offer new offerings and services to my clients, like I'm pushing more and more into a luxury market. Therefore, you are as well. So it's really exciting. And if you're someone who's an entrepreneur and you've kind of hit that that milestone of maybe two or three years or even like a five-year rebrand and you're ready to go through that process, I really want to stress to you that it isn't daunting and it should feel exciting and it should feel like an acknowledgement in a in an ode to your success. Like this is this is the time to celebrate. And I wanted to also celebrate the milestone of two years while acknowledging, like, hey, I've reached a lot of success. Like, yeah, go me. Good job, Lauren. (laughs) So when you're going through a rebrand, it's not about stressing out about the like the laundry list of things you need to do. It's not about stressing about a website or a new brand logo or rewriting or redefining your mission, vision and values. Like it's not about the stress. It's about repositioning your mindset to believe 
hey, this is a good thing I have to do this work because I'm reaching new levels of success. And when you're in a position to niche down even further, which is obviously what I've done, like I've cut half the population in half. I'm I'm only working with women. And then again, I'm only working really with women entrepreneurs. So that's a really small pool, like, you know, and then even still, I'm only working with women entrepreneurs I'm aligned with. So I'm just as you niche down and that pool of ideal clients gets smaller and smaller and smaller, that's where you're beginning to work yourself into that luxury market where eventually I'll get to a space, you know, maybe at my five-year rebrand where I'm only accepting like a certain amount of clients a year because these clients are getting so much of my attention and my love and my like my time that maybe I only need X amount of clients a year who are paying that much higher like ticket value versus where I'm still at. Like I'm just breaking that level of luxury, right? Like I'm just now hitting that like lowest tier of luxury because while of course you know spending five thousand dollars on a website that's a lot of money in the grand scheme of things and you know in the grand investment of your business when you're 20 years down the line that's going to seem like pennies to dollars right so niching down is a luxury in itself it's an ode again an ode to your success an acknowledgement to your success and it's a privilege niching down is a privilege which I really want to stress to you guys. My overall like point to this podcast is if you're an established entrepreneur, you need to be going through rebrands. These are good things to go through. And not only, like I said, does it establish to your, your clients that you've reached new levels of success, but it really also, you know, establishes more credibility. It establishes more, I don't want to say exclusivity in a sense of like, oh, I'm not for everybody. So that makes me special. But exclusivity to your clients in a sense of when someone invests with you they're doing so with full like excitement and trust they're not worried about that money because they know it'll return because you've established that credibility so I hope that kind of makes sense but what I really want to stress to you guys here is that when you're going through the rebrand I don't ever want it to feel like you're essentially like I said creating a new business which as I stated earlier when I made that very first initial, you know, like tent, what, f- what felt like and looked like a 10 mile long checklist, it did feel like, okay, I'm basically creating like a new business. I don't have time for this, so I'm not going to do it. But then as, as I started, you know, again, what I offer what is what I was doing to myself. I took the sort of mindset stuff at face value and I, I started addressing that thinking, okay, what do I really need to do? Like, why do I feel blocked? Why don't I want to acknowledge the success that my business is reaching? So I addressed those things first. And then I was able to really sit down, you know, really condense and create a more, much more concise checklist where not only did it feel doable, but like I said, it felt fun. It felt exciting. It felt new. It felt like, (laughs) I, I, I know I keep saying this, but it's so true. And I'm just, you know, honestly so so damn proud of myself it felt like I was finally able to acknowledge like what I've been saying to you guys for weeks now where I felt like I was personally going through an up level the business hit an up level and I finally like this this rebrand felt like an acknowledgement that I finally found my stride as a business owner and as an entrepreneur and as someone who can offer a lot of value in a fellow entrepreneur's life So I really hope this podcast helps 
especially, you know, very specifically those of you who are entrepreneurs and have been perhaps thinking about a rebrand or maybe this, you know, maybe listening to this podcast planted that seed and when you hit that two-year mark or that three-year mark or you've hit a level of success and you realize, hey, maybe it is time to rebrand the business. Maybe it's time to niche down a bit. Maybe it's time to condense my client list with higher offerings so I'm still you know making even more money but I'm working with less people because I'm adding more value to those clients do you guys see what I mean that's what a rebrand is about so like I said I really hope you guys loved this podcast as per usual you know I'm I'm so appreciative of you guys showing up each week and I really hope you guys like the new podcast cover let me tell you oy vey So you know how you guys can have like, you know how you can have that close friends list on Instagram? Well, mine's an even number of friends, a total of 12 of, you know, the souls I love nearest and dearest to my heart. And I initially posted four options. It was two really different options and then two variations of those options for the podcast cover. There were four votes on each. So I was like, all right, I'll choose my two favorites. I reposted those. There were six votes on each. I was like, what are y'all doing to me? No one can make a decision. (laughs) So the deciding vote was going to be the breaking vote, but there was no deciding vote. So I finally decided which one was my favorite and I just ran with it. So that's what you guys got. And like I said, I got to use my professional Lauren LaRue voice. Hi, I'm Lauren LaRue. (laughs) I'm crazy and I'm tired, but I finally got to, you know, re-record the introduction and it felt really badass again like acknowledging those things because they're true i am the ceo of two freaking cool ass businesses like hello and if you guys did not see those headshots i shot weeks ago that are now obviously a part of the new podcast cover when i was shooting those headshots a really good friend of mine Kristen, was was there with me she came into my hair and makeup and then just stayed to support the shoot and when we were shooting that look in the black you know we we talked about like damn this feels like a Forbes you know 30 under 30 cover and it feels like I'm, I'm hitting those strides right I'm hitting those milestones so anyways that's what I've got for you guys today as as always I just I love and appreciate you guys so much and if you have personal questions in regards to a rebrand about this I'm happy to chat with you guys you guys know you can always reach out to me on Instagram or you know via one of the websites etc And uh, yeah, I love you all so dearly. I hope you enjoyed and I will see all of you beautiful souls next week.